0: Follow us on Apple Podcasts or anywhere else you listen.
2: SL's Live mic with Lee Lansbury.
1: Hello, no Lee Lansbury. It is a holiday. It is President's Day, so you get Amy Donaldson,
2: Amy Scott show right here. Amy Scott, Scott Allen, show. yeah, yeah, Amy. This is it's great. The
1: journalists and. Former lawmakers can be friends.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so we're also uh, encouraging you to join us on the Utah Community Credit Union text line, and and that's five seven five zero zero. And send us your favorite president, why that's your favorite president, and or quotes from presidents that you uh, liked. And um, how about this one? Um always oh wait you I think you said that one, no wait, always vote for principle, though you may vote alone and you may cherish the sweetest reflection that your vote is never lost.
2: I didn't say that one, but uh, yeah I, 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 I that, thought it was the river one, but it's yeah, yeah. Uh, Mitt Romney one yeah. oh one there we I, go and
1: I think I forgot to tell you that was John Quincy Adams. he served this country from eighteen twenty five to eighteen twenty
2: nine loved Hamilton so. uh big shout out to my uncle Galen and Barbara driving to St George. Uh, I know this is one of his favorite from Ar- Ronald Reagan. Tear down this wall, and Mr. Communism. Gorbachev. Yeah, yeah. Mr. Yeah. Gorbachev.
1: That was one That's of my good. my favorite things in yeah. Germany was to see where that you know where, where the wall, wall used is. to be, and uh, it, yeah, it's it's uh, being in Berlin was pretty would that, be The best. It's fun to go on a run there. You know, you can bike the entire. You can where um, the wall is. section of where the wall used to be. Yeah, you can
2: You are international. Yes. I gotta. I'm I just gonna know about follow that. your art- anyway. <laughs> Listen, we are so honored to have our next guest, uh, Dr. Suzanne Harris, a representative, doctor. I, I can't keep all the titles, but uh, she's fearless just one leader. fearless leader. One magnificent, uh, smartest woman, I, one of the smartest women I've ever met. You
1: have to say one of because you I know, like. I know, because you're here.
2: <laughs> uh, no, but uh, Representative Harrison, thank you for joining us on President's Day. Who's your favorite president? And what uh, do you have a comment about what they said to make him your favorite?
3: Well, happy President's Day, Amy and Scott. Thank you so much for having me on the show. And, and actually the title I'm most proud of is Mom. Love that. Three amazing kids. And that is the, the, the job and title I'm very most proud of. Um, in terms of my favorite president, it has to be President Lincoln. And I have a quote to share with you too. There's actually two that I just love from him. The first one is, America will never be destroyed from the outside. If we falter and lose our freedoms, it will be because we destroyed ourselves. And I think that is so applicable today, and I hope that that when we have disagreements or we we don't agree with someone rather than attacking them or or personally going after each other we will seek first to understand each other and listen with respect and find find understanding so i i love president lincoln whenever we go to dc I, we make an effort to to stop by the lincoln memorial
1: and I, I love that title myself, but you clearly don't have grandkids yet because that's way better than the mom title <laughs> is the grandma Amen. title. Amen.
2: Amen. Just wait, right, you I have
1: heard. I'm I just have telling heard. you. Because it's all of the fun and none of the guilt. <laughs> you're, it's good. To, you're good to go. go. So look forward to those days. But, uh, but yeah. Um, what's it like? Um, being one of just a few i keep thinking that at some point women are going to take over all of the legislative duties but uh but we've had a hard time even breaking that 25 percent mark locally or nationally so what's it like do you feel different do you feel like you bring something different to the table
3: i think that we need more women's voices up in the state legislature and certainly at all levels of government i think that that better policy comes out of more voices being at the table when that policy is being discussed. And, and you probably already know this last week was a a huge anniversary, the 150th anniversary of the first vote cast by a woman anywhere in the United States happened on Valentine's day last week Mm -hmm. and it happened in Utah. And I think we have a history of trailblazing women. And I, I hope that more women will step up and get involved at the local, state, or even national level so that, that more voices are heard. And, and the issues that really matter to our families and communities are, are represented.
1: But so what's keeping women from yeah, running? Yeah, that
2: was going to be my question. I don't, don't want to run. I have
1: no, no desire. Okay, that, but, no,
3: but I'm asking well, you, kid, you, Representative, <laughs> why don't more women run? Well, I am embarrassed to say that it took people tapping me on the shoulder for me to think seriously about it as well. And I think we all need to be official shoulder tappers of the amazing women in our communities and encourage them to step up and get involved and, and suggest to them, hey, you have a really important perspective. I really value how you approach things, your ideas on this, that or the other, and encourage them to get involved either. You know, volunteering on, on local campaigns or advocacy groups, but even better, stepping up to be the candidate yourself. I, I never in a million years thought I'd be doing this if you'd asked me ten years ago, but it has been such a blessing to my family, to our children. And and really brought us together as a family, and it's been a wonderful way to advocate for those everyday issues that, that the families in my community care about. In fact, the bills that I'm working on and sponsoring, many of them came from issues that people in my community brought to me, and it's been such an honor to be their voice and have that trust in, in representing them in the Utah State House.
2: Representative, what are your top two bills that you see will have a significant impact back on the citizens of the state of Utah?
3: Well, I'm running several, but I think the, the areas that are most important to me have to do with my background and work as a medical doctor. I hear from my community all the time that people can't afford their prescription drugs and they can't afford their health care bills. And I have several pieces of legislation to work to tackle healthcare affordability in Utah. One of them has to do with tackling prescription drug prices. Another has to do with how do we identify and reduce wasteful spending wasteful medical spending in our system we know from national studies that about a third of healthcare spending is actually on on procedures or tests that don't improve patient outcomes and this is one step to help start tackling that and ultimately will hopefully save taxpayers money and patients money as well i have another bill to address um how, how to start saving lives, more lives um, being saved on the opioid crisis that we face in Utah. I'm running legislation that already passed out of the House to allow um, and require that controlled substances be prescribed via electronic prescription rather than paper prescription, which is too often being used in forgery and and abuse of, of controlled substances situations. So that is actually on to the Senate this week. I'm presenting on that uh, tomorrow, in fact. The other bill that I really care about and I think we need to have a conversation about in Utah is how to get some of the money out of politics. I hear all the time from people that that, uh, they want their voice to be louder at all levels mm-hmm. of government, the voice of the average voter. And, and one thing that, that has a tendency to drown out that voice of the average voter is the amount of money in our political system. Utah is one of only four states in the whole country that have no limits on campaign donations for state, uh, races. And I think it's time for that to change. We've seen huge sums of money donated, um, to candidates, both that, from corporations or, or the wealthy few. And I think it is time to have a conversation about some reasonable limits on on the amount of campaign donations to get some of that influence of money out of our political system and ultimately increase the voice of the average voter.
1: I have a thousand questions on every issue that you brought up. I love the issues. Um, I uh, we're actually over time, so we have to go. But I encourage people to just Google these bills, Google these issues. Um, you're taking on some really hard topics. I think that electronic prescription one, people have talked about it being a no-brainer. But there are a lot of places in the state where you don't even have Internet. Exactly. So there are a lot of issues uh, that you're looking at tackling that I am just beyond thrilled that you're even bringing out into the the public square, um, but we do have to go to break right now. So thank uh, you real so quick, much. Yeah,
2: watch Suzanne Harrison, up and comer. Okay. Amy Donaldson, will you commit to run her office <laughs> right here, right now? No,
1: I will not. Either so, party, either party, you can be either one. To live, Mike on
0: KSL. <laughs> Thanks, Representative
2: Harrison. You're the best.
0: Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. <laughs>